Welcome to episode one of Health and Wellbeing with me, Mr. Bailey. Today's special guest is the wonderful Mr. J. This podcast has been designed to keep you healthy and well in these difficult times that we're currently facing. I want you to put your earphones in and get outside. Get away from screens, TVs, go for a walk, go into the garden and listen to these podcasts. There's going to be some key takeaway messages. So without further ado, we're going to get started. Welcome, Mr. J. Hello. He's here. The man, the myth, the legend. I'm here. He I'm is here. with us. So, what is health and well-being to you? Um, okay, health and well-being. I think it's it's like a bigger picture thing. I think if you think about health as one thing, you tend to think physical, don't you? You know, like how how am I feeling? But when you add the well-being in, it's a lot more than that. You know, it's about how you are feeling mentally, physically emotionally as well there's a lot to it so that's the bigger picture for me so the bigger i love it so can you tell us a bit about your childhood what were you like as a child did you enjoy pe yeah i mean when i talk about my childhood i've got to start at the very beginning do you know what i mean i've got to start with the old i was born in australia oh yeah big one yeah australian through and through i lived there till i was about six months old but even still now I back Australia in the sports, in the cricket, in the rugby. Controversial. It's, it's Australia. Um, but yeah, growing up, I mean, I was, I was an only child. Yeah. Um, so I was always pretty active, but I kind of re- relied on my own company as well. So a lot of the games I played, this, I don't want to sound like a, a loner, but like a lot of the games I played were sort of like ones with myself. So, so yeah. I, would, I can remember tennis ball up against the wall type thing or you know I had some football goals in the garden and a lot of it was like imaginative as well so even though it was it was physical I did use my imagination quite a lot which I you know it's kind of still now you know but being an English teacher mainly it's a lot of using your imagination I I think that's a really it's a bit bit similar for me as well really playing just coming up with little games that Mm. you can do on your own yeah yeah all you need is a ball and a wall yeah and your imagination like you said and I, I feel I always think my wife moans at me because she says I make everything into a game. So, like, if, if it's just something stupid going yeah. on, I'll turn it into some sort of competition or some sort of game, and it annoys her, yeah. but it keeps me occupied. Do you think you're quite competitive as a person? I, I'm quite competitive. Yeah. Um, the, the, you've got to get the balance, though, because I don't mind losing. I genuinely don't mind losing because um, I think you, you learn something when you lose. Yeah. But But I will always try and win. So even if I'm at home, like, with the kids playing something, I don't subscribe to the idea that you should let your kids win if if they win and I, I you know take it easy on them and, and be a bit fair like level the playing field you know i'm not like um smashing <laughs> balls at the kids you know but um yeah i, I do think you've, you there's there's something to be said about being competitive definitely i think yeah. 100 it's good it's good healthy yeah. healthy um what did you want to be when you were older so what, what, what did you think you were going to be what were your dreams um so in terms of like a career, yeah. very early on it was random. I wanted to be a post postman. Postman. And I've no active, idea. active. Yeah, job. very active. I've no idea why though, because like when I look back, I, I wasn't like inspired by a postman or anything. I just, yeah. I, this is just what I fancied doing. As I got a bit older, I was very much into the creative things like art and design. That so I did. I actually wanted to be um, a special effects makeup artist. So like on kind of yeah, like like sort of horror films or like. Uh, things like casualty or police shows where you'd you'd have to do the special effects yeah. like the blood and that yeah. that really interested me 
Um, yeah, and, and actually, even still interested in that, even when I was, was growing up, and it was only as a sort of early 20s that I thought, well, hang on, how about being the teacher? Nice. Yeah. So, we, last year, so March last year, I think yeah. it was, um, Radio 1, well, you... You rang in, you got an entry in saying what you'd most like to do. That's it. Was climb Everest. They got back in touch and talked to us about the Everest challenge. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you asked, Mr. Bailey, because usually, like, do you know what I mean? I, I, this I feel, is your platform. This is my platform. Yes. You know, people get sick of me trying to shoehorn it into every conversation. But no, for me, it was, um, it was something incredible that came out of nothing, really. It was just me, me listening to the show and... And it's an idea I've had for a long time, and it, and it kind of comes out of the competitive nature in me, yeah. and almost this—I won't say arrogance, but like a a kind of—I'm I'm convinced that I can do whatever I put my mind to do, and even though I'm not kind of this supreme specimen of fitness, I do quite often think actually, if I want to do something, I can do it. So it's something I've always said to my wife. I'm like, listen, if I wanted to run a marathon, I could run a marathon. Yeah. If I wanted to climb Everest, I could climb Everest. So, so this, came out of that. yeah, and it's kind of like it's it's, it's sort of a cocky attitude. My, my, mindset is the your mindset though to believe in that. Yeah, it's positive in that. Yeah. Oh gosh, a yeah. lot of sport and physical activity is your mind. Yeah, yeah, and and I do always try and have that positive mindset to it. And, and it, maybe it's just an innate thing within me that I am like quite a positive person. So I do feel optimistic most of the time about what I can do. Yeah. And certainly with the Everest thing. When I heard that Greg James was looking for a challenge, I thought, well, I'm, I'm going to put this out there because if they happened to choose it, which I didn't think they would, I was convinced that I'd be able to do it. And actually, it was only when it, I realised, my goodness, we're, we're doing this. Like that, that first, you know, it was only a few weeks later, Monday morning, I've got Radio 1 in my house. I'm in sports gear at the foot of my stairs and I knew it was in front of me. I, I did panic a little bit, but but I never sort of... There wasn't many moments that I doubted, oh, doubted yeah, that, that I could do it. I can, but, remember, I can remember you coming to have a conversation with me, because he was quite secretive yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, and we were kind of working out how, how it worked yeah. in terms of like physical capacity and how hard you'd have yeah, to yeah. make each day, how many steps. And he, like I was pretty taken back by how hard it was going to be. Yeah. Did you realise how hard it was going to be? No, I'd, I'd done some calculations at home, because when, when we talked about it, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Like Radio One deliberately kept stuff back from me so they could sort of drop it on me each day. Yeah. Um but we had an idea, didn't we, when we talked. We were like, well we know how high Everest is, we know how high my stairs are. I thought I would just be doing it in my stairs the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So we would factored it out to be a good sort of well, like constant climb of sort of ten or twelve hours a day, didn't we, across yeah. the five days. It's, so in in terms of endurance challenges, it, it's it's up there, isn't yeah, it? yeah, and it, and it was tough. That I was I was always worried that people wouldn't grasp how difficult it was. Yeah, because they might just see their stairs at home and think, oh well, you know. But to have to keep going and keep going and keep going, yeah. and for the majority of that time, you are like still ploughing ahead. It was only the last day, really, that you think, oh my goodness, even if I'm absolutely got no energy left or aching in every part of my body, it's the last little bit. All yeah. the rest of it was like quite formidable. Like even on the fourth day out of five, you've still got to climb something like, Crazy, you know, yeah. fifteen thousand steps. I mean, what we the children, so hopefully listening to this, we kind of tried to replicate it with benches. Yeah. In in terms of how many steps, in terms of elevation gain, yeah. etc., and they found it really difficult. Yeah. So it, 
And we were trying to say, it is, this is a really difficult challenge, yeah. which it was. Yeah, yeah. And you smashed it, to be fair. Yeah. How, how, how much did you raise in the end? I think, I think the final figure, which was at the end of that week, was £181,000, which... For me, it's a crazy amount. Yeah, it, it what is. Was, what was the tar- What did they think? What did they th- What was the target? I, I don't Not know sure. because afterwards I spoke to a couple of the producers and I, you know, I was just talking, say, because you're kind of strange when you are as kind of competitive as I am. I don't know if that's the right word, but you kind of always w- wonder whether you could have done more. Yeah. So I quite often said to myself, "Oh, imagine if I'd have." said this or imagine if I'd have been that little bit funnier or that little bit more like emotional would would more people have donated and, and your money goes up but then when I spoke to the producer they were like nah you need to understand like when we do it with celebrities that everyone knows mm. we, we probably raise more money but that was never the intention mm. it was about getting somebody that people didn't know so, yeah. so that they were they were they were dead pleased I mean, with that is now. a crazy amount of money just to say you've raised that in a, in a lifetime. It, it is, isn't it? It's a crazy amount. Yeah. You, should be, you should be really proud of yeah. yourself in terms of that. Yeah. I mean, it gave it gave everyone a boost. Yeah. Like, obviously, you were you were climbing stairs around the country, different de- destinations daily. We were obviously back at school, mm. watching your progress, listening to you on the radio. But it gave, it gave us a big boost. Yeah. Um, it felt like the timing was perfect, you know. It, it's like, You don't want to get too spiritual, I guess, about these kind of things. But you think things were so tough yeah. so quickly after that and, and to, to have had that boost in school and it for almost be the last sort of memory of us all course, being yeah. together it, it's a real high to finish on almost definitely so but f- yeah for us it was it, it was that really real highlight yeah and it, it was it, I must say as well because it was physically challenging but I always said this along the way emotionally um, it was incredibly difficult as well. So to know that everyone was supporting it and, and yeah. when I got messages from school and when I came back in and saw everyone, that was so powerful yeah. because because you are technically a nobody, you know, in this in this world yeah. of, of, like, exposure. You, you do panic. You think, oh, man, who's going to care about me? Like, why does anyone care about me going up some stairs? Yeah. But it was amazing that people did and they got behind it. So it just, it just shows you, really, if you think, like... Looking back, if you th- you've got a dream, yeah, like you, it's not Everest, but you've climbed you've climbed the equivalent yeah, to yeah, Everest. Yeah, yeah. You've kind of you're saying you're a nobody to like, and and now kind of that profile around school yeah, around yeah. the local community community. Yeah, it's, it's buzzing. Yeah, like it's. I, I just think you've. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. To be I, honest. I would say as well. What one thing it taught me because a few times I panicked a little bit. You know, in the run up. Yeah. To it, I was thinking. I actually said to myself, oh, "You're an idiot. You should have just kept your mouth shut because if you did, life would just be normal, mm-hmm. and and you'd just be going to work now as normal. But because you've spoken up and you've kind of suggested this daft idea, you're going to be." On the radio, you're going to be doing this, and, and it's nerve wracking. Mm. So I, I nearly bottled it a few times. I nearly mm. sort of so. rung them up and said, "I'm not sure if this is the right thing." And now looking back, I'd have been so gutted if I'd have done that. I, 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 those those times, well, where you were finding it pretty tough yeah, yeah. physically as yeah. well, weren't you? Because you you need yeah. was it one of your knees? Yeah, that that it was weird. The second day, because the first day I'd been going up and down stairs, yeah. even though the down ones didn't count. Yeah. But like in my house, it's there's brilliant. no way of getting down. Yeah. So coming down the stairs had really put a lot of strain and it, it damaged my knee. Yeah. Um, so I remember that second day in the Radio 1 building, I'd only been doing it for about 
half an hour and it was already agony and, and, and the thought of having to carry on I know, I know the schedule was like to carry on for another nine hours and I was like how am I going to do it and, and then you, you start to think if I can't do it I'll let people down and mm. you know have they ever done it on radio before where someone's failed the challenge yeah, am I going to be the first one to like drop out of a challenge and be a complete like washout that human nature's coming in there that yeah. kind of self-doubt creeping in yeah. but you people were behind you yeah, yeah. you got the job done yeah. And I mean, Job un- done. over 180,000 yeah. is phenomenal. Cracking effort. Couple of final questions. The first one What advice would you give to your 10 year old self? Um, okay. Tough one. It is, isn't it? I'm trying, to th- I'm trying to picture my 10 year old mm-hmm. self, actually. And I think he was someone who was. At, strangely, at the age of 10, I was quite um, shy. Mm. Uh, and yet I knew I kind of had some some talents or, or, or not necessarily the reason to be shy yeah. but, but I was and I, and I was held back a little bit by that um, so I'd probably tell my 10 year old self to just um, you know man up a bit to, like to toughen up just take, take a leap of faith like step yeah, back it, it doesn't matter too. if it doesn't work out for you I think I was worried about um, I was always worried about like disappointing my parents or disappointing myself, so that that sort of held me back sometimes. But I think if I could say, don't worry about it, just go for it, because anyone who truly loves your cares for you is going to support you, whatever happens. Yeah, I think yeah, that 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 shy. I was really shy as a yeah. child as well. I I think some people see shy as a kind of a weakness, but yeah, I don't know. Life you grow, don't you? Yeah, it's you funny because you, you you look at like us how we are now and you wouldn't con- exactly. you wouldn't, wouldn't say, say that you're shy yeah. quite, quite confident happy to be yeah. in front of people but yeah I, I, was, I, 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 yeah. I was I was honestly nervous around speaking in front of a class when yeah. I was at school didn't like it yeah, yeah. but now I can happily speak in front of children yeah. parents etc so it's a journey it's yeah, a journey it is. last question um, what has been the most important lesson in your life what have you learned the one thing that you've learned in your life it's been the most influential. It, it's tough because I think it changes all the time. Okay. S- some lessons that you learn are right for a time. Um, I'm trying to think of some people, some characters in, who, who in my life I've, I've heard yeah. from. Yeah. Um, and I think about my father-in-law being one of them. So yeah. My wife's dad, um, he passed away a couple of years ago, but he always used to say to me... Um, he says, if, if anything's going on, if, if, there's, if there's aggro, if there's upset, say nothing. And, and, and like, as, as an adult, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, especially with a big family mm-hmm. and, and in, in the modern day where there's so much negativity and on, you know, Facebook and all these social media platforms, like, I, I want to say stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you read something, you think, oh, I, I want to tell that person yeah. that, that they're a joke yeah. or, 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 like, they're way off yeah, on that. Yeah. But... It, it, it rarely ends up in the right thing. And, and like, I always remember him just say, you know, just say nothing. No, no you, you, you know, talk, talk to people about how you're feeling, of course. Yeah. You know, and, and I always rant to my wife or my kids, oh, I said, this is really annoying me. Yeah. But when it comes to confrontation and arguments... It doesn't really get you... It doesn't get, doesn't you, anywhere. Really get you anywhere, no. Um, so, so there's, you know, I'm just thinking that, that always felt like good advice. And, and another one... <clears throat> these all these all feel like advice just to keep a nice quiet house to be fair because <laughs> another one, I've always been taught to like you, you pick your battles mm. some, some things are, aren't worth falling out about or fighting about you know life is so much and, I, and I, I feel like I say this to the kids you know 
think about what's important. Do, do you want to have aggro about that? Do you want to fall out with this person? Mm-hmm. Of course you don't. Life is much better when you're getting on, when you're doing positive things. Put, add a bit of silliness. You know, if I, if I, could, give, if I could give people one bit of advice, nice. I'd say don't, don't lose that little bit of... Um, I don't know if silliness is the right word. I think it is, don't you know. Take so yeah, don't, take, don't always take yourself as seriously, yeah. 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 Um, essentially, this whole Everest thing, not that I'm harping back to that, because, you know. <clears throat> but um, the whole thing, it's, it's me being silly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's me saying, oh, I could climb Everest. I could, I could. In fact, my initial idea was to try and make my house like Everest, as in, like, to, to sort of sleep on the stairs as if yeah, you would at base yeah. camp. And like have a wind machine yeah, or like snow machines it, it's like it's stupid silly ideas but keep a bit of light-heartedness in your life because when it all becomes too serious it's it can be a dark and difficult place that well-being you've you got to, that that ability to be able to laugh at yourself yeah be a bit silly and have fun sure that's what life's about i think it is as soon as, soon as you take that out what um and, and, and other people will try and do that to you. Mm-hmm. Not A lot of times, not intentionally, yeah. but people will make you feel like, oh, I can't do this, I can't say that. That I was having fun with that, and now I can't do that. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep hold of those little bits that, that like, make life worth living, really, because if you get too serious about it, sometimes it can be, you know, yeah. it, it I, can I get you down. Totally agree. Yeah. Thank you for your time, pleasure. Mr. Pleasure, absolute pleasure. Always a pleasure to be able to talk. Always a pleasure. So, guys, stay happy, healthy and strong. See you on the next episode. For me, there were two main takeaways from the conversation with Mr. J. He said that he's quite shy as a 10-year-old boy. And so was I, actually. But the first takeaway is... We are all different and that should be celebrated, okay? If you are shy, shy, that is fine, okay? People grow and develop at different rates. Me and Mr. J are probably two of the most outgoing members of the staff, okay, that we do have. So it just shows the journey that we've been on. Secondly, is we talk about comfort zones and getting outside your comfort zone. Mr. J, when he put himself forward to that Everest, Everest challenge, he actually said that he regretted it at the start because he was going to find it tough and he was putting himself out there. And there was a lot of self-doubt in his mind. He didn't want to let anyone down. But he's gained so much from that experience. So we only grow as people when we take ourselves out of that comfort zone. Okay? So it's sitting in that comfort zone. We are comfortable, but we're not really growing. The takeaway is, get uncomfortable, okay? Push yourselves, take opportunities when they come. Guys, stay happy, healthy, and strong. I will see you in the next episode.